Yeah, it's your girl Ella from his plans of future podcast. Stay tuned. Hello people, welcome to his plans of future podcast, where we journey together to know God's plans and purpose in our everyday life. My name is Ella Samuels. Our journey starts now. Hi guys, welcome to His Plans Our Future Podcast. Thank you so much for listening all this time. If you're a new listener, thank you so much. Welcome to the family. And if you're, you know, been listening all this while, I just want to appreciate you and tell you that I love you. So today we have a special guest in the house. And her name is Andre. Andre, how how are you? What's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. Thank <laughs> it's you. an honor to have you on this Plans Our Future podcast. Like before, I even actually contacted you. I was like, ah, I was a bit nervous, really, because I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> I was thinking, is she going to agree? I'm yes. Honest. I was thinking, like, is she going to agree? Like, like today's which you be willing but i was really happy i was very happy that um that you actually said yes thank you so much it's such an honor to have you and i pray that god bless you continue to bless you in jesus name so today we're going to be talking about um god's plan for our body i think when you hear a topic like you hear um what is god's plan for our body for my body for your body what comes to mind yeah just quickly what comes to mind um i think for me like when i hear the word you know god's plan for our body like accompanied with like our faith walk the first thing that comes to mind is first Corinthians six um and it's you know i won't read the whole thing but first Corinthians six even the the subtopic and like if you have the new king james version like on your phone the subtopic is glorify god in body and spirit so mm-hmm. what comes to mind to me when when it when i hear god's desire for my body is that i have to glorify god in my body mm-hmm. so this body internally and externally i have to glorify god well you have to in order to even glorify god it, it starts internally um and then you transfer it um externally Mm. Um, and what comes to mind a lot is really like the aspect of like consecration mm. the aspect of like purity of the body um and yeah that's that's really just what comes to mind because you know we are like this body is a house for the holy spirit that dwells within so god's spirit dwells in us so god's desire for my body knowing this is that my body must be i must keep my body holy i must keep my body pure and I have to keep my body set apart and dedicated for Christ Jesus. So that's mm-hmm. really what comes to mind when I hear yeah, well God's said. desire for his body. Yeah, well said, well said. I think yeah. um based on what you've said, you're talking about glorifying mm-hmm. God, it starts um talking about purity and starts it yeah. said it starts starts from the inside then to the outside. And while you were talking, yeah. what came to mind was intimacy and um you know and um yeah intimacy and um how in uh, like how intimacy has um 
changed over the years in society because right. now we live in a time where you know for example sex is something that is uh -huh. normal like sex before right. marriage and all that right. and we also live in a time where there's that awareness where people are saying okay it's good to be celibate like there are benefits being celibate and waiting for marriage and some of them are actually doing it not because of any christian you know because of any christian value to it but they just oh. realized that okay um it's more beneficial to do this than not yeah. but there's exactly. that concern you there's also this school of thought that that um it's better that how do you know um if you get into having sex before marriage how do mm -hmm. you know like you, you are likely to enjoy sex better than someone right. who is you know who hasn't who doesn't know anything you know anyhow so that school of thought is being promoted and that is one of the encouragements in this way so if that's the case my question is if that school of thoughts if that's actually correct um uh -huh. or not what 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 would you say to that and what what's god's intention because it looks like if god in his word tells us to be you know to keep ourselves and uh -huh. there's this school of thought that says that you know you wouldn't know anything about it you wouldn't wow. know and that's part of the reason why there's high divorce rates you know in, in right. the, exactly so so i don't know what what do you have to say to that i think that's let me not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no i understand why honestly like this topic is so like it's actually very dear to my heart because yeah. and like i openly say like i got married as a virgin like and it's not something that i hide or anything because i feel like it's very important not everybody um um is which is fine of course because as long as you've repented and you've come to that understanding your mind has been renewed and you have come to the decision to do things god's way yeah. but i think you know to just answer your question it's so important that because i believe like we're speaking to believers, right? This yes, podcast yes. is for the believer on how to better their Christian walk based, you know, surrounding these topics. So speaking to the believer, I would say the first thing that comes to me is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible says that in him we live, move, and have our being. So everything that I will say, I'm always going to tie back to scripture and not just based on opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we live our lives according to the scripture, um, that's how we practice um um this christian walk right mm -hmm. that's how we we put it into practice and the first thing that comes to mind is romans 12 2 it says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. so you know there's this thing of oh like if you don't test drive then yeah. you're not going to know how good the car is you know that analogy when it comes to you know sex before marriage but the truth of the matter is that that comes from a place of faithlessness like mm. that comes from a place of just like doubting god's word mm. right so if the bible says that you know the marriage bed is honorable when the bed is undefiled and you feel like you know what if i if i don't if i I need to test before I go into it so I know what I'm getting myself into. It means you don't trust the word of God that is able to guide. You don't trust God's wisdom, right? The Bible says that man's wisdom in James chapter 5 is sensual. So you use your five senses to judge things. You're using your five senses to judge how a situation, the outcome of 
a situation or when I get into this relationship, when I get into marriage, sex is going to be bad because I have no experience. Mm. Right. But when you use the wisdom of God in James chapter, chapter five, it says God's wisdom is pure and it's peaceable and it's without contradiction, without hypocrisy. It's like when you just trust that it is God's wisdom to keep the marriage bed honorable. It is God's wisdom to flee from sexual immorality. As first mm. Corinthians six eighteen says, you won't be, you won't actually have that fear of, oh, what is it going to be like if I don't have experience? Mm-hmm. You trust God's word so much that you take that word in faith and say, you know what? The Bible called me to flee from sexual immorality. There must be a reason why. So if I keep myself and I enter into marriage, I won't have that fear because I'm trusting in the word of God. So when I enter into marriage, no matter what comes my way, I take it on, I take it on in faith. Mm-hmm. And like I always tell women, like when we have this conversation, every good and perfect gift comes from God. God will not say something and then you end up disappointed. Mm-hmm. God will not give us a word to follow or guide his words are guidelines for our faith walk. And then it disappoints us in the end. If he if he gives us a word to guide us and gives us a partner to enjoy sex that he created, then you will enjoy it, right? Mm. <laughs> like yeah. because you've also honored him, he will honor you in that area. You've chosen to honor him, he will honor you. So you don't need to test drive in order to know what it's going to be like. That is faithlessness. And that's mm. what makes the divorce rate so high because you're going into it by like your own senses by your own wisdom rather than trusting in the wisdom of god that you know encourages us to keep our body that encourages us that the body is the temple of the holy spirit right Mm -hmm. and keep yourselves from sexual sin Mm -hmm. and things like that like so yeah even with me like trust me those were things that were my my heart like when i get married like will i even like i don't even know what i'm doing but god just reminded me like it's not about like you're that that he ble- he honors marriage is honorable meaning he honors marriage when mm. the bed is undefiled so he honors and undefiled is not just physically for those who have already lost their virginity but it's also um purity of the heart right mm. you're going into with a, with a pure heart to say lord just lead me and guide me i don't know what i'm doing i don't but he honors it and blesses it that you don't need to test it you just you experience all that within the confines of your marriage. You mm-hmm. learn, you make mistakes, you learn, you enjoy mm-hmm. it with your partner and there's no need to like overthink it. Right. Yeah. It's not something, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people also, the world has made sex once and overcomplicated it. Mm-hmm. Like it's between you and your partner. And it's, it's not something that you need to, Overly think about. I'm not explaining it without making it explicit, but it's really just. No, 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 no. Yes, thing. use it. Like, it's actually a Christian platform. So anything, yeah, you yeah, can do that. Whatever you choose. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's honestly, like, from someone that has come from that place of not, of, um, not having sex when I was single and then having sex in marriage. And even anyone will say it. Even those, I have friends who, you know, lost their virginity, uh, before Christ came to Christ and then got married. Um, and they're like, wow, it's so different. And mm-hmm. they're the ones saying it. They're like, sex in the world is different from sex in marriage. It's so different. So you don't need to test. You don't need to learn. You know, you know, uh, we just but, need to But really... what makes it different? Like, what makes it different? Think, is it like the commitment uh-huh. or what, what exactly makes it different? I feel like what makes it different is that you're doing it with purity of mm-hmm. heart. You're doing it 
under God. Mm. You are married, like you're under a covenant, two mm. people under a, a God covenant of marriage. Mm. There's this, there's no guilt. There's mm. no shame. Mm. There's freedom. So that's what makes it different. When you're doing it in the world, there's this guilt, like, and sometimes you're even doing it out of pressure. You're doing it out of, oh, like, you know, it's, it's lustful. Mm. But in marriage, it's sanctified. Like, that's what makes it so different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. But even my, those sisters, my sisters that have experienced it in the world, they will say, like, there's a sanctity of it that just mm. makes it so different. Like, it's pure. Mm. You know you're not doing anything wrong, you know, and that's what makes it different and honorable and enjoyable and things like that. So God won't give you, won't say, you know, encourage us to keep ourselves and then you not end up disappointed. No, that's mm. what the world makes you think because the world has made sex to be just a casual thing. But no, sex is a sanctified act mm. in marriage. Um, and, and, and it's, it's actually very beautiful in marriage and you're not missing out. Mm. Like you're not missing out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. something over complicated. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have heard it though from Andre. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it for our ladies, close your legs. <laughs> and our guys, please, are back. <laughs> You've heard it so. Yeah, well, I think, um, okay, having said all you, like, having heard all you've said, 